Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest team building podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another um, recording of the team building podcast. Normally, you hear Jeff Cohn on this call, but Jeff is on a mountain bike, no, sorry, desert bike uh, trip where he's riding dirt bikes through the desert for about four or five days. So I am going to be hosting the podcast today. My name is Andy Cuny. I'm the success manager for Elite Real Estate Systems as well as Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group. And I am honored to be on the call today with Ron Rose. Say hi to everybody, Ron. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm a little jealous. I, I was I was wondering this morning, I was like, I wonder if Jeff's doing something interesting like swimming with sharks in South Africa or something. And yep. uh, so he's out riding dirt bikes or he's dirt bikes in the desert this time. I think they went out to, uh, um, California, um, and they're out in the desert riding dirt bikes. He, uh, with about, with his investment partner, Clint yeah. and his, uh, with, um, dynamic properties okay. and his, um, lead acquisitionist, Andrew, who's an agent on our team. Cool. They're all three out there this week. So yeah, it's, uh, he he's always doing, it's never, he's gone for four or five days because you know, he's doing something boring. It's always something fun. Well, you know, it's it's one of the reasons that you know we we're we're here together. Obviously, right? We talk about building the team, making mm -hmm. your Disney World, not just yep. Disneyland, right? Doing it right with Disney yep. World, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, that that's that's one of the things, right? You you design your life, the lifestyle that you want, and it's it's not all easy. Right. But obviously, you know, you, you should be able to get some benefit from all the hard work and effort. So exactly. I'm excited to be here. So I mean, you guys have shared a great deal with me and I'm glad to give back. And when you guys asked if I'd be available, I'm, I'm happy to share. So oh, we love it, Ron. I appreciate it. So Ron, why don't uh, we, why don't you give us maybe like a, I don't know, a few minute background of you, like where you're from, um, what your market looks like, what your, your setup looks like, framework, that kind of stuff, so people can kind of uh, start figuring out how they relate to you or or how they get from where they're at to where you are. Okay. Um, I've been around real estate for 41 years. My mom opened up a real estate company when I was four years old. Um, I got into the real estate industry in 2003. I, I work with Remax. I own a Remax brokerage. I wanted to work with Remax when I got in the industry. I went to many, and they all said, we don't work with new agents, kid. Uh, so <laughs> they said, go get your feet wet some other place. And I went to a traditional style brokerage and, you know, quickly grew and then joined Remax in uh, late 2004 and have been there uh, since. I, I made my way through a couple different brokerages. And then uh, in 2013, 2014, I was looking at growing my uh, brokerage. Uh, I was looking at growing my team and I just, I, I just had some restrictions that uh, weren't allowing me to do what I needed to in somebody else's environment. So like we were just saying, make your own Disney. So I decided to set out as Remax was looking at expanding their footprint here in the metropolitan Detroit area. We're okay. in Birmingham. That's right in the heart of, you know, uh, Oakland County, which is kind of the, 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 the heart of Southeast Michigan, metropolitan Detroit. And um, uh, we have a total of uh, 
35 uh, licensees, 40 people that support this group. Okay. Uh, about five support people, uh, three of which are licensed. One is marketing, uh, which is also my wife. Uh, then we have uh, a client care coordinator. Uh, okay. We have a, uh, a business operations manager that does commission processing and compliance. Okay. who's also licensed. We have an inside mm -hmm. ISA uh, Boomtown manager that manages our platform. Uh, I do operate a team as well as the brokerage. And when I was starting to develop a team, I was I, I did a quick look around. It was about five years ago that I, I set out to, to do the brokerage. We were awarded the brokerage late 2014, so we officially started operating in 2015 as a company. Okay. Uh, we worked out of other people's conference rooms and coffee shops as we <laughs> were securing our location. And then yep. after we secured it, we had about seven months worth of build-out. And so that took us, we didn't really have our official grand opening here until March of 2016. So we're, um, that's, that's our, that's our, our company. Uh, okay. our, our, our company this year as the brokerage will, um, will break through a hundred million dollars in volume. Nice. Um, and our team within there is currently at 38 million in production for 170 Closings year to date with about another 25 pending in the last quarter of the year seems to be fairly strong for us So oh, good. We, we as a team should close out at um, somewhere between 1.3 and 1.4 uh, in, in GCI and okay. the brokerage the brokerage will uh, surpass three million dollars in gross commissions and um and, and in our marketplace, it, it's from our numbers that we track, it looks like we retain 2.95% uh, of the gross commission income. So we, we go for three, but that's about what it looks like the numbers are settling on based on our tracking. So that's awesome. Okay. So I I so, the, no, you know what? I have so many questions now. <laughs> so okay. I just want to like dive in and rapid fire a bunch of these. Okay. Brilliant. So first things first. <laughs> You said, and you kind of slipped it in there. You uh, went up uh, a few different brokerages and they just weren't giving you the environment that you wanted. What yeah. were those things that you're running up against? Because something tells me, Ron, that, uh, and you're a smart guy, if you were running into these issues, there's a lot of people going to be listening to this podcast that are like, oh, I have that same thing at my brokerage, right? So what were those things that, that were not, that were holding you back from having the environment that you wanted? Well, uh, great question. So, I mean, part of it was is, I, I think that there's, I think that we've gone pretty full circle here, right? There was the traditional brokerage that was 50-50 split. And then, you know, then you transition to a 100% agent-centric model. And yep. then the agent-centric model realized that they needed more support that they used to get from their brokerage. So what did they do? They created a team. And then <laughs> they may or may not be getting the same type of um support from their brokerage because some of these teams that grow to a certain size right after they're not generating revenue to the brokerage because of different cap models etc they become yep. a burden on their brokerage so now they're they're almost feel like they're being shunned for being successful so then you take a look that we've almost come full circle so what i was looking for is a brokerage that was an environment that not everybody needs a team but people need the services that the team provides so we thought that there's ways that we could accomplish that. You know, it wasn't just, hey, come to us and then build a team. It mm -hmm. was, we already have a team, and since we have the support infrastructure, it's hard for an agent that's doing 
36 transactions, want to go to 50 or 60, and then they want to hire an assistant, but maybe their business is a little volatile. And so it's hard for them to forecast, or maybe they have a part-time assistant. And as we know, they're always off when things get busy or when you're on vacation, it just doesn't work. So we just figured that since we already needed to support the brokerage uh, the, the team production, we could support the agents' productions with the same types of services that you would expect to receive on a team while at a brokerage. And Love it. So it, it just evolved. Actually, one of my early team members that were on a very traditional split, as a normal team would be, say 50-50, they said, hey, now that you have the brokerage, you know, about 70% of my business is my sphere. I was wondering, could I, you know, just join the brokerage? And so it's like, yeah, we can do that. And, and that's a benefit of owning a brokerage as opposed to just a team. When sometimes you grow these agents and they want to fly the coop, you don't necessarily just lose, I mean, you lose them sometimes to another brokerage. Well, we can actually still retain them. You give them a landing home. spot. Right. So uh, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can train them to where they can go on their own, but we treat them great enough to where they'd like to stay. And it's, it's a hybrid of sorts because they get to experience the the benefit of working with their sphere of influence mm-hmm. um, and retaining that higher split there, but then still benefiting from the lead generation that we've, you know, compounded over the years. As you know, it's a snowball. It gets bigger. Absolutely. Every so we haven't laid off of that and we could, we could easily take on another 15 to 20 agents and feed them somewhere between 35 and 50 leads per month. So yeah, part of, part of uh, what I'd want everybody to know is if you're within the you know Southeast Michigan area and we're centrally located, if yep. somebody is looking at expanding, you know their their opportunities, you know while still having the benefit of you know retaining a larger split on their on their sphere of influence, but having the benefits of a team, we we are still actively looking at growing with with agents who can take part in that. And that all started from an agent that said, I'd like to transition, but I'd still like the leads. And she so simply said, hey, since I'm gonna take more on mine, I'd gladly give you more on yours. And that's how that just kind of evolved. I love it, it's organically, right? And, but you used uh, what some would view as a frustrating situation where somebody, you know what I mean, wanted, was telling you that you had invested time and money in, saying, hey, you know what, I'd like to do something over here. And, and instead of taking it as a loss, right, you took a step back and said, well, how can we make this a win-win? And now look what you've done with it, you know? That, that's amazing, I love that, okay. So now I, got, I still have a bunch more questions, but I think you answered that perfectly, I love it. Okay, so next. Uh, you talked about lead generation. What do you, what types of lead generation do you do for your for your agents? And then what type of technology do you have that coincides with that lead gen? Right, because we all know that lead gen can be easy. Right, it can also be expensive. It can be inexpensive. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Lead gen can be easy, but lead conversion is hard. So, what do you do? What type of technology in addition to all the lead generation uh, for your agents? So uh, it was the best in class in, in the industry. We, we took on the Boomtown platform before founding the brokerage and that followed us over. Um, so the, the Boomtown platform is what we use. We have a fairly aggressive spend. Um, 60% of our uh, marketing dollars are PPC. We think that there are, I think that's more of an intentional search where somebody's searching for homes in Birmingham, Michigan or houses in Birmingham, Michigan. And so we, we feel like we capture those earlier on in the funnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 40% is Facebook and other social media. 
outreach that we do. Uh, we've invested into other lead sources over the course of our time, but we found with the splits and the different cost per lead systems, they just weren't making as much sense. So we, we ran very expensive uh, marketing campaigns with Zillow and Realtor.com, but just through the tracking and accountability and looking at the return on investment, we found that uh, we were getting the best return and the best uh, pipeline by by sticking with the platform that's managed by by Boomtown in the PPC and, and Facebook campaigns. So once the leads come in, and we're generating in excess of a thousand leads a month. Um, Beautiful. Oh wait, hold on, real real quick. I love all that information you said, but of course I'm coming up with more questions. Yeah, yeah, and no, so, and it, and what happens is is I preach this a lot, but you said something there where you like the way that the AdWords, right? It's more of an intentional search. I love that phrase you use, an intentional search, than like a Facebook lead because a Facebook lead, I always feel, and it, our numbers back it up, is that with Facebook lead, you're searching them, you're seeking them out, trying to wear them down until they agree to sign up. Right. Whereas with an AdWord, they're searching you out. Absolutely. Right? And so, but I love it too. You do 60, 40 AdWords to Facebook and what Boomtown will do, unless you ask them not to, and a lot of lead generation systems will do, is they will just go for the cheapest lead. Right, whatever's cheapest at that time of day, right? Because they run their algorithms. Right. Um, but we always do our, our ad spend is very similar to yours. We're seventy percent AdWords, thirty percent Facebook. Okay. We we don't particularly um, love the Facebook leads as much, obviously, but we always want to keep our foot right in that door uh, because we always got to be testing it to find out is it better, right? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? So that we can obviously then share that information with others on platforms like this. So I love that you said that because it makes me so happy. <laughs> All right, so now it's coming into Boomtown. You've got a thousand leads a month um, and you hand them out to your agents. Can you tell us how you hand them out to your agents? Is it different with agents on your team versus agents just at the brokerage? How does that happen? Well, um, yeah, for the most part, the agents who want to subscribe to the team methodology are part of the team. You know, we also have agents at our at our firm that are, you know, 20 plus million dollar producers on their own. They're not interested in our leads at a different split because they're very successful on right. their own. So, mm -hmm. uh, however, we would allow them, much like you guys would, you know, to allow their team members to partake in this because we still have more opportunities than we do agents. And we, we, we don't want to give too many and we want to help filter them down and be the most effective that we can be. So as our lead volume has grown, we've tried every combination. You know, we went from round robin to Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. and town reached out to us because our, our, our opt-in rate with Shark Tank was so high. Um, but we realized that our lead flow was, you know, 30, 40, sometimes 50 uh, inbound leads a day. Mm -hmm. that it was too hard. If you had a 10 to 12 agents that were up for a rotation, we could be in a training and everybody phone will go off simultaneously. Yeah. So we had to, with, with our lead volume being as high as it is, we had to, we had to commit to an agent on duty model. So they're on for the full shift. They will take somewhere between one, as many as three shifts over the course of a particular month. We calendar that out. We use Google Calendar and G Suite. We synchronize with their calendars. We then check the vitals dashboard. They're on for that shift. We then make sure that they're moving them through the appropriate category. So we have an in-house ISA customer service manager that comes in the next morning. First thing they do is how many leads came in the day before? Are they in the appropriate categories? Are there some left in new? How many are in qualify? Are they moving them to the appropriate categories? You know, and just you know, working with you and working with Boomtown and other people over uh, over the years, we've come to you know, realize that, you know, if you just manage it on a daily 
basis, it becomes easier to manage. So we have 27,000, yes. you know, leads in there yep. and um, it can be a lot for somebody. So we, we, we have a ISAQ, we call it Casey pool and mm-hmm. the Casey pool account is managed by somebody in house, but it does allow any of our agents that are, you know, on top of their queue or maybe have more time than they do appointments and they want to prospect, they'll jump in the, in the pond or the pool and uh, jump on the mojo dialer and call out, you know, we use the single line dialer as opposed to the triple line because we like the cadence of that. It's still 80 calls an hour. Yep. And we realize that our agents are able to connect with uh, 27% of the outbound reaches, you know, and so we're, we're trying to close. And so we, we back into those numbers. And then, of course, we like that Boomtown works with, you know, different API companies. So yep. we, we've explored, you know, API Nation or Real Sync. Currently, yep. we're working with Real Sync. We work with CSU as well. And so activities also track into Sisu. So they all have their, their individual apps and their dashboards. And they, uh, our, our team will come together on Monday, accountability, a huddle, you know, just like a professional team, those that huddle more often are going to be more successful. You yep. know, um, last year when we saw each other at, at the Boontown Unite conference, there was a speaker, yeah. John Foley. He was one of the Blue Angels. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Yep, I remember him. He has this glad to be there mentality. Like yep. and so what they found that was so impactful for their team was, is that they came together. They, they had a plan. Of course, they're flying at each other at 800 miles an hour. You know, they need to communicate. They, yep. they, 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 they execute. And then more importantly, the most important that I think most people miss is the debrief at the end. They recap what they did. They give each other feedback and then they close by saying glad to be here. And that's kind of been incorporated into one of our core values, right? You know, life short. Uh, we want to work hard. We want to be nice. We don't have, we don't have room for, you know, jerks. And uh, yep. we just want people who want to be here and be a part of it. So those agents do plug in and they have access to all those. And then when we huddle on Monday and, you know, we, we came out, uh, Rachel, my right hand, um, and our, our kind of business manager and commissions and compliance person came out to Omaha when we were in yep. there in the snowstorm. Remember yep. that? That was, <laughs> yes, it was uh, beautiful at that time. Yeah, that was 18 months ago, right? Yeah. And as a brokerage, we did 50 million. Now, you know, 18 months later, we're tracking, you know, twice that. And and the team has done twice that. And, you know, the agents are, you know, embracing those same huddle mentalities, you know, like coming together, reporting on their numbers. What's your goal for the week? What did you accomplish? You know, and accountability isn't judging or, right. you know, being harsh. It's just causing them to reflect on what they want and and exactly and, and understand that everything's a give and a take, right? Yep. And um, and I want to I want to point out what you talked about. I love everything you just said there. Um, I want to uh, the speaker at Boomtown. One of my favorite things is when they were talking about giving constructive feedback, right, yep. at the end and recapping it. Is it, they had made it such a safe room, right, where you could say and point out mistakes. And people want you to point out mistakes because it's life or death at those times, right? And so I loved it. And it reminded me also of a book that we always have our team read is Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And they talked about, right? They talk about all the time is, is somebody could be brilliant, right? You could get somebody from Harvard or MIT, but if they don't have the um what the trust level to actually express and use their knowledge and and um share it with the group. Then you know what I mean. You're getting them at fifty or sixty percent, right? And then you're just wasting resources at that time. Yeah. And so, 
I love it. it you, you took it full circle. You did Charleston with Boomtown. Then you went to the speaker to have culture. And then you came back to uh, five dysfunctions of a team. Ron, you're killing this. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, that, that speaker did make a big impact uh, on, on me. And he did. many, many have, right? We all share yep. the same books, the same ideas. And then uh, that's part of what we wanted to, create here, right? A, a, a foundation of innovate, inspire our agents and connect them. So that's why we're Nexus Group. We're Remax Nexus. Nexus means connection. It's, yep. a, it's a powerful word that means we're not alienating others. We're, we're better together, right? And so we can be that central connected place that everybody can benefit from being. Whether you're on our team or not, we still want to live by these core values that are, you know, create amazing experiences and and seek and share knowledge. And some of these sound familiar, right? Because, you know, you hear them at Boomtown, you hear them, you know, very similar. But we're growth mindset. We want people who want to do better. We're not someplace, you know, for somebody to just park a license. As a matter of fact, I just recently created a holding company for that reason. If somebody does get in and they realize that they – um, maybe it wasn't what they thought, but they still want to yeah. be, you know, paid referrals. Then they can put their license with our holding company and still still be rewarded for it and know that they're being taken care of in an environment that they would like to have been a part of. But maybe it just didn't. Maybe it was more work than they had anticipated. And I love that you again. You went from the team to the brokerage to the holding company. You were over and over again at every crossroads, giving people options, right? Where it can be a win-win and a benefit for both sides. So I love that. It's always about options and opportunities. Um, one thing I do want to jump back here and ask you, you're generating over a thousand leads a month. You're letting Boomtown do your ad spend and it's 60, 40 between AdWords and Facebook. Do you guys, that's a lot of leads. Do you guys use any MSAs to help cover marketing costs like that? We do. We do okay. brokerage. It's easier for us to accomplish a little bit more than being an individual agent because we sure. can run through the, the sniff tests of, you know, the law firms that will, you know, underwrite us and actually take a look at, you know, what's, what's the visibility because we actually have physical space on a lease that we know the dollar cost, you know, it's, right. in a lease, it's for a certain number of years, you know, we have, you know, six figure spends on many things, right? With right. Our, our brand, with our landlords, with our employees. So we have real overhead, real books that can really be analyzed. So when we go to the RESPA compliant and CFBB, you know, outreach, you know, as long as there's a certain amount of, you know, uh, documentation. So we have monitors all throughout the office. We have a satellite offices, you know, in, in the, uh, this office in our satellite office, you know, we have the appropriate number of material that's co-marketed. You know, the, the leads that come in are then filtered back to those companies. So mm -hmm. title companies, we have mortgage relationship, we have a home warranty, re, you know, relationship, and those allow us to offset some of that cost with us still participating, you know, in the total spend. But yes, it does bring down our expenses. And um, we like to be able to give our agents options as well. Perfect. So give me just like on a numbers base, how much is your ad spend per month? Uh, it's a, um, on average, well, it's an excess of 10, 10,000. 10, and yeah. then how much of that would you say is covered through MSAs? Say about 50, 50%. 50%. Beautiful. I love it. And then, and you said title, home warranty and lending. Yes, correct. 
Perfect. Okay. And then the last question I want to touch on real quick is you said you went through all of the staff you have, like ISAs, operations managers, um, client care specialists, those types of things. What um, do you guys, or does your brokerage and or team implement a broker fee? Yes, we have uh, broker transaction fees. They're yep. fairly common in our marketplace. Yep. Um, Same here. Line, yeah, we're, we're in line with the marketplace. Um, we'll charge slightly higher and, mm-hmm. and it is charged through to the client. And for the most part, we, we rarely get any push back from that. But okay. if we charge just slightly higher, $395 on a transactional basis, we will then handle the transaction management, not just for our team, but also for our brokerage. So out of all of the agents in the brokerage, 66% of the total transactional volume is handled by our transaction team. So Love that's it. one of the benefits that people have seen. Like, So now we have the ability to run it through our, our transactional team and mm-hmm. we SANA as a project management workflow system. Oh, say that again, you kind of cut out. What was the name? Asana, A-S-A-N-A. As a matter of fact, you had somebody on here recently that used it, and I wanted to reach out to, to him to pick his brain because, you know, it's a, it was a tool that was birthed at Facebook, you know, about launching Facebook as an internal project management tool. And then, like many startups, started out on its own. And yep. we feel like there's, you know, hey, if it's good enough for Facebook, it should be good enough for a real estate firm. <laughs> right. We use that for anything that's a replicatable system. So we know our listings have X number of steps that need to happen. Our closings have X number of steps. So we need to make sure that the signs ordered down. You know, we need to make sure that the final water bill is ordered to clear escrow. If there's post-close occupancy, we need to make sure that we get the key exchange form. We need to utility transfers. Mm -hmm. Utilities aren't shut off in the dead of winter. As you know there, it gets cold. You don't want those things to really oil a transaction so and even when we re- have brought agents on that were very successful and did great volume on their own they all said oh i, I got this covered i've been managing my transactions for years we, they said wait a sec you do all of all of that and so it allowed them to be more productive in whatever that is it doesn't necessarily mean that they went out and just produced more which they could choose to do right a lot of our agents have chosen to just live better lives more present with their kids, you know, I want to go home and bake cookies. I want to make sure that I'm at the orientation. I want to make yep. sure that I'm at this sporting event. So as uh, a parent of, of younger children, 10 and 13 myself, I wanted to make sure that we left none of those situations undiscussed as an open forum. So we also have what we refer to as a field services team that will allow Agents here say they're newer or they have more time than they have dollars. They can exchange those times for dollars, right? And they can do field services requests for other people. So say somebody writes a contract, but they can't attend the inspection. So one of our other agents that are willing to attend the inspection can go and the agent that's ordering the service gets billed for that. The agent that's surrendering the service gets that. We take a small fee just to handle the accounting for that, but that's mm-hmm. available to the entire office. And so most agents are only familiar with having access to something like that when working on a team. And then they feel like they have to give, you know, 50% of their mom and their brother and their uncle to, you know, they feel like they're giving more than they're getting. Right. We wanted the agents to feel like they were getting more and just receiving more from being a part of like-minded concepts. So this was a unique, you know, feature, you know, the transaction management is another unique feature. Uh, our listing launch program where we'll take the listings, make sure that our professional photographer Matterport is deployed, the assets you know, collected, brought in, make sure that they're perfect. 
mm-hmm. I've worked in advertising before, you know, so she's a senior, you know, copywriter, award-winning advertising. So we have basically the support of a professional ad agency backing our agents if if they ask for our help. We have the right. tool there. You have it available. It's an option. Again, it's an option. Right. But I love that. And I love to hear all of the things that you are offering for that broker fee. It does get frustrating sometimes when I hear somebody say, oh yeah, we charge a $400 broker fee. I'm like, great. Well, what do you do? Well, usually I pocket it to help cover it and, you know, and make the books work. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so I love the fact that you're using it and it's, and you're offering so much value for such a nominal fee. Yeah. Well, when you have good systems, as you're aware, you know, your transaction team can effectively start to process, you know, 50, 60, 70 transactions per person. You yep. know, we can do 150, 200 transactions a month while we're not at that production level yet, but we can do that with our support infrastructure without, um, without taking away any of the quality of the service that, you know, our agents are accustomed to. You right. Know, but they have to tell us what they want. I heard this right. recently that really resonated with me. And it talked about standing in front of an empty fireplace and saying, give me warmth and then I'll give you wood. And it's like, <laughs> I love it. Put in what you expect out. Yes. You know, so you yep. have to make the sacrifice to go maybe find the wood and light it and stoke it and make sure that it's, you know, it can live on, right? Yep. And then it provides you with what you need. And yep. that, that's the methodology and the mindset. And so we, you know, we've grown selectively. We've had mm-hmm. selective attrition. We've had, mm-hmm. we've had great retention, but we also feel like if you build systematically, you know, then you'll have a more solid foundation, you know, to build what we want to accomplish. And that number is just growth with the right people, not right. the highest number of people, the right people. The right people. Now, Ron, after uh, just chatting with you here for about a half hour or so, I, um, I almost went to move to Michigan. <laughs> Enjoy well, your team, man. I love, you're speaking my language, right? Everything you said, you're speaking my language. Yeah. So I love it. Now, tell me real quick, if I'm an agent anywhere in Southeast Michigan, right, yeah. or North west ohio is that right yeah uh, we don't want anybody from that state that, yeah, that, that state down south yeah we have it yeah well my wife's a buckeye <laughs> oh and you're a spartan right well we're we're in you know wolverine right. spartan big sure. ten country right gotcha. so i didn't go to a big ten school so i'm kind of you know i went to school yeah. in you know south florida so there you, <laughs> so you were the winner <laughs> Okay, so if, if people want, if, if I'm an agent out there, right, who's listening to this, or uh, I'm somebody from across the country who's trying to accomplish what you've accomplished, right, going from 50 million to 100 million in the last year and a half, building out this brokerage with the team inside, right, giving all these options, how do I reach out to you? I'm easy to find. Uh, Perfect. But first of all, my email is just my name, Ron at Ron Rose. My last name is R O C Z. So it's R-O-N at R-O-N-R-O-C-Z dot com. Rose out of that. I've been called worse four letter words, but uh, <laughs> a lot, and that's okay too. Um, uh, also, if they want to see more about you know us and our office, and or of course they can reach out to us. Uh, we have a website that's just dedicated to agents that may be interested in learning more about us, or even seeing one or both of our offices. We have Matterports posted there. Uh, it's Join Nexus Realty. Dot com. Perfect. If you were to go there, of course, you know, call me, you know, 248-798-4404. 
Perfect, man. I love it. And uh, if you guys, uh, obviously, if you've listened to this, you subscribe to it. We host all of our podcast on um, ERS or Elite Real Estate Systems.com. It's on the podcast page. Uh, you can go listen to this podcast, obviously, with Ron, any of our past podcasts. And um, Ron, I'm looking forward to it, man. My goal is to get you out to our team building summit next year. Absolutely. In Omaha, man. Looking forward to coming back and spending. I love it. Perfect. All right, brother. Thank you so much for the time. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing rest of the week. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye.